This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you'll pick me up tonight at 7.45? Oh, well, no, I got a few things to, to take care of first, but what, why don't we make it quarter to eight? <laughs> Stop it. Okay, 7.45. Live from Joe's mom's basement, it's the Stacking Benjamin Show. <laughs> I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and what are the best tax software options for this year's returns? We'll have the whole list of top options from the College Investor website, plus an appearance by Mr. College Investor himself, Robert Farrington. In our headlines, what would happen if you completely stopped following the financial markets? Well, one popular writer did just that and is reporting back. We'll share his findings. Plus, uh, let's see, another round of our hilarious stacker math joke-off. But most of all, I'm sure you're here because I'm about to drop some practically free trivia. And now a guy whose college education really paid off, and Joe Salcihai. <laughs> Twice in one week we took a swing at you. Just, again, you missed the meeting, Doug. You pay the price. That'll learn you. Hey, everybody. Happy, happy day. I got to I gotta come to protect my integrity and make mm-hmm. sure that we swipe it out G every, every beginning of every episode. I am Joe Salcihai. Glad you're here. Kick your feet up because you found us. We're so happy that you're going to join us for an hour of uh, financial lessons, nerdery, and fun with the gents across the table from me. The guy whose voice you haven't heard yet is Mr. OG. How are you, man? It's hump day, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm counting this as the middle of February since it's a short month. So, you know. Middle-ish. It's short, it's short by like a day this year. So I'm definitely thinking of it as kind of the middle of February, which means it's almost spring. It's actually as long as February can get. And you're going to count this as the middle? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's basically spring. <laughs> it's... It's right around the corner. I'm not even so. I'm not even thinking about any of that. I'm thinking about the fact that we talked about, you know, people doing dry or uh damp February, and I'm uh, doing rainforest February. I'm thinking about the Super Bowl. You guys uh got big plans for this weekend for the Super Bowl? What is it too soon to say go Niners? 
upset. Source no, I could care less about the Super Bowl this year. In fact, I'm angry about the Super Bowl angry. this year. You're an angry elf. As a Detroit man? Yes. Oh, I love how a couple of weeks ago, everybody's like, oh, Joe, we're so sorry. Your Lions lost. Like, you're the only one that cares about the Lions. Joe's more Dallas Cowboys fan these oh, days, God. I think. Oh, <laughs> God. Joe. You're like right down the street. Let me tell you the reasons that I like the Cowboys. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. You a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Well, look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. For people that missed that because they heard our wonderful sponsor, I listed nothing during that segment. <laughs> and, and let me fill in with a little more nothing as you might hear from me here, but think about underneath this layer of what you're hearing, there'll be more nothing. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Well, don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment's the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words... Your money's breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money in the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? America's team. I did like, I did like Jimmy Johnson. I love Jimmy Johnson. I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but uh, in the pregame two weeks ago before the uh, championship game, the NFC championship game, there were some uh, America's team comments relating to Detroit. Oh, yeah. I know. From the pregame. Oh, yeah. It was like, this seems to be America's team. This and and uh, I could I could feel the Cowboy fans screaming. Well, it turns out the Cowboys and, and Lions. is that bad, actually? <laughs> turns out the Cowboys and Lions have a lot in common yeah. <laughs> because the Lions probably – Lost that game. People not interested in football. We're going to get moving right now. We've got the College Investors Annual Awards for the best in tax preparation software. We're going to walk through that with uh, Robert Farrington today. Some clips from recent discussion I had with Robert Farrington and a fantastic headline that OG brought to the table. So let's do it. Hello, darlings. And now it's time for your favorite part of the show, our Stacking Benjamin's Headlines. Today's headline comes to us from the Wall Street Journal, written by the Jason Swig. Turns out, uh, Mr. Swig, who's just an amazing columnist, back from a little time off Siesta, when he wrote as it were. a book. Yeah, he starts off this piece by saying, "I just pulled a Rip Van Winkle. Maybe you should too." I'm back at my regular post, the Wall Street Journal. After being away on book leave, that long hiatus disengaged me from the daily hubbub of markets so I could frame investing ideas in a longer historical and broader psychological perspective. 
Like the character in the Washington Irving story who woke up after a 20-year nap, I've returned to a world both transformed and hauntingly familiar. And what's amazing, OG, he missed looking at the markets for many months, for many, many months. And guess what happened? Uh, you know, they did what they did. And uh, he participated and was none the wiser. And nothing that he expected to happen. Well, let's put it this way. Some stuff he expected to happen, but then you think about the likely dominoes of that. Like as an example, he said, uh, when my last what, regular column... I was going to say, what was the time frame of his absence? Yeah, his last regular column ran May 26th of uh, 2023. Sell in May and go away, as it were. Yeah, the S&P 500, he says, was already up 10.3. So to your point, yeah. OG's like, well, he even quotes here. He says, let's call it a year right here. Yeah, cash out, put it in cash, and... Uh, Got the whole year wrapped up. He goes on, what's that you say? The S&P sank more than 10% and the NASDAQ composite fell more than 12% between July and October? Sounds good, right? Sell in May, go away. He says, then in three wild weeks, they roared right back out of their declines. But then the big thing is, I never noticed. Yep. Jason writes, you say the yield on the 10-year treasury, 3.8 when I left, shot up to 499 in October, then promptly reversed and sank almost all the way back to 3.9 by year end. On a chart, looks like the cross-section of a volcano. I was oblivious. And then he talks about stocks like NVIDIA. In May, I already wondered whether NVIDIA, then up 167% in 2023. By May, it was up 167%. Said it's risen too far too fast. Computer graphics giant at the forefront of the artificial intelligence boom. After that, it went up another 58%. Yeah. Nothing gained from paying attention to the market. Everything you would think would happen didn't happen. It went exactly the opposite of what you would have expected. If you were going to bet on any of that OG, you would have bet on the opposite. NVIDIA already up 167%. You kidding me? Yeah. Sell it all. Well, the interesting thing is when you look at stock performance or your portfolio performance over periods of time, it always goes up and to the right. It's just when you look at it over short periods of time, it doesn't do that. I wish that... I could find where this was, but there's a YouTube video about the size of the solar system and it zooms in on the, you know, on a person on earth. Right. And then it like, it zooms out and now it's earth and you get the perspective of like one person to earth. And then it zooms out to like the sun and the planets and you get the perspective of earth relative to the sun and how infinitesimal that is. And then it zooms out to, you know, all these different sizes of suns and, you know, all these, like this thing's a million light years away, but it's 500 X the size of our sun, which is, you know, you get this perspective when you look at all of this thing over a period of time, you see how, how it looks. The same thing is true with the stock market. When you look at day to day, when you look at your investment accounts every day, or you're looking at your investment accounts every week or hell, even every month or every quarter, you see those, that fluctuation. You don't see the perspective until you go oh, I looked on January 1st, and now I look again on January 1st, now I can see the perspective. Or I look on January 1st, and I look what it was 10 years ago on January 1st, and you can see the, the smoothness of that curve versus the volatility of the day-to-day. -day. And when you see it all the time, you're forced to reconcile that all the time. And it's just this ongoing stress and struggle of even trying to do the right thing, which is stay the course, do nothing, you know, follow your plan. When you have to use that muscle every single minute of the day or every single day or every single week, 
it can get worn out. <laughs> you have to save that energy for when it really matters. Like when you do look and it's down 20% year over year, that's when you need that energy of like, nope, just got to stay the course. But if you've been using that every single week for an entire year of it's down 1%, it's down 2%, it's down 3%, it's down 4%, it's down 5%, eventually you just get worn out. Well, what's the problem? Yeah, the problem is if you see it go down one day, two days, three days, four days, or in the case of NVIDIA, you see it go up one day, two days, three days, four days, what happens? You're going to, OG, you're going to get an idea. Yeah. And the idea is going to wreck everything. A, a bias of some kind. Yeah, whether it's like this will never end or this is po- can only only end. One of those two things. And, you know, that's obviously not the case. This whole concept is totally foreign to me because I exercise the muscle of doing nothing every day. Like how hard <laughs> We're is aware. <laughs> Be the ultimate investor. Obvious. I mean, it's so easy. <laughs> if only Just you followed the get started. Sit on your hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we- we, on Monday, for people that didn't hear, had the wonderful Jack Schwager on talking about market wizards. And when Jack was on, OG, as you heard, he was talking about these people that have a history of beating the SP 500. And the one thing you never heard was like playing their gut, playing a gut feeling. They had a system, even if, and Jack reminded us, for the average person out there, you do not want to be a trader. You want to be an investor and you shouldn't do what these people did on Monday. But there were so many good things that they did among these uh, these things that we think they do. We think these traders are better at trading their gut. No, they're not. The top traders are great at following a system of doing the same thing all the time. And when you when you peer out the way you're talking about, or Jason is here, you see that the best system you could possibly have is to leave it alone and maybe look what twice a year. Yeah, maybe. And there's a clear difference between being a trader. And being an investor. Huge difference. And Jack like made it. that very clear on Monday. Way, way, way bigger difference than than what people think. You know, if you're an investor, it's an investment. It's it's a long-term thing. I mean, there's so many different analogies of the the farmer planting the crops and pulling them up every week just to make sure they're still growing. You know, they don't do that. They plant them, they water them, they they follow the plan. <laughs> I like that. You That's know? a hilarious analogy. You know, it's a I'm glad I Glad it resonates with you, Doug. I mean, there's a time and a place. And if you follow your system, which is every year I rebalance on this day or every six months I do this, you can't be fooled by the day-to-day fluctuations. When it's in your face every day, I like your point on this, Joe, eventually you're going to have an idea. And that idea is generally going to be do something (laughs) other than the thing I'm supposed to do. It's going to sink everything. That idea sucks. (laughs) And no. Go back and take a nap. Go rip Van Winkle some more. I like his advice. Go take another nap. Who doesn't like another nap? Yeah, right. I can teach you how to do that. It's sort of like the the old joke in, in process improvement used to be that the factory of the future has a man and a dog. And the man is only there to feed the dog, and the dog is there to keep the man from touching the machines. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. We need that for investing. Like most comedians, Doug, that's only funny because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We will dive more into what Jason's talking about, how to be a long-term investor, maybe give yourself the right mindset. Also, uh, Kevin Bailey and the 201 will also show you some past episodes where we've talked about the importance of mindset, getting your mind right, being in the right place, and keeping emotions out of your portfolio, which tends to uh, drive a lot of what we do, unfortunately. Hey, over the last couple of weeks, we have had our 2024 big 
Sweet 16 Stacker Math Joke Off. And we took 16 jokes submitted by you, our Stacker family. Doug, we had a big eight versus nine competition. Yeah, those are always the most exciting matchups in any tournament. Uh, You want to go back over what the two jokes were? Sure. If you want me to read them both, I mean, that could restart that whole controversy because they're both <laughs> going to be hilarious. I don't, which one did you read? I don't even remember who read Actually, which one. I, I got to admit my streak from the previous week was broken where I won both the rounds with the lower seed. This time, I think you won both the rounds because you read the winner. So the eight seed joke from Brandy is, did you know that 10 plus 10 and 11 plus are 11 the same? Because 10 plus 10 is 20 and 11 plus 11 is 22. I like that joke. I do too. And I read it and I thought I crushed it. But it w- the nine seed, which you read was, I saw my math teacher with a piece of graph paper yesterday. I think she must have been plotting something. And that one won. This was the closest competition we've had yet though. Closest, closest competition. Well, stands to reason, I guess. Eight versus nine seed. It means you did your seedings well. Oh no, it wasn't that close. <laughs> no, 75% to 25% or something. I, I, thought, I thought it was close. I thought, well, he's not going to say these numbers out loud if he wants to say they're close. Congratulations to Jen. Moving on, the number nine seed moving on. And then uh, we go to the other half of the bracket. And down here, we also had a similarly lopsided one. But this makes sense because it was 14 versus three. Except it doesn't because 14 won. And it's because of it was right in our wheelhouse of bodily function humor. <laughs> So the three seed joke was no more customer service in banking. The other day I called Wells Fargo to move cash. They opened eight checking accounts and two credit cards from Melissa. I like that. I like that one too. And, and you know, it's funny. Most of the comments from stackers were about who would do business with Wells Fargo. Like, you know, another one of those, it's so funny because it's true. But then there's number 14. And I think, I think OG might've given this one a little boost on the episode where we read it. Cause he really liked this one. So he put his thumb on the scale. The 14 seed was hear about the constipated mathematician. He worked it out with a pencil. Speaking of thumb. Oh, worked out with pencil. Not his thumb. Not his thumb. My, my bad. What is the matter? It's a whole different you? joke. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, we do not have the results from last week, but we are going to give you two more this week. The final two. And uh, let's go to the top of this. This is the number four versus 13 seed. Which one you want to read here, Doug? I'll take the low seed. I'll take 13. All right. The uh, four seed is from Susie. This is a pretty hard time OG for me financially. Last month I was unable to pay the bills to my exorcist. And as a consequence, I've been repossessed. Okay. All right. Little head nod. Not too bad. He gets it. I'm not sure he (laughs) understands it. Got it. it. It's a thinker joke. Repossession joke. And the number 13 seed This is from Patrick. Patrick sends, math teachers don't die. They just reduce to the lowest terms. What I love, by the way, when Patrick sent that. That one's pretty good. When Patrick sent that to me, (laughs) he said, perhaps it was a fact it was a 70 plus year old teacher who started laughing uncontrollably (laughs) as he told the joke. The rest of the class looked around each other like, oh, shoot, this lady's old. And this math class just got real. (laughs) <laughs> that made it hilarious to me. She's going to start decomposing right there in front of them. <laughs> they just reduced to the lowest terms. All right. Those are your two. Oh, ooh, we got another one, don't we? Yeah, that's just the first matchup. Oh, man. More hilarity stackers. Hold on. 
we go down to the second half here. Seven versus ten. Yeah, it's, and here's the deal. We had uh, with with, and I feel bad, and I'm going to apologize a little bit to Melissa because the joke was so long that Karen, our producer, was not able to fit it all in the the the, the little space they have for it. You can Facebook only have, feed. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. only have so many. So this time we're going to put C below, so you can read the whole joke because one of these, the one by Kevin, is oh, long yeah. as long as hell. But uh, okay, OG, what do you think about these two? Number seven, Doug. He, he's reading other jokes. I can tell just by looking at him. He's not I even. Am. He's, I can't wait to share these later on the back porch. I'm at my own okay. little joke off oh, on the back porch. And you guys can watch. Sounds like summer camp all over again. Like you're joking off right now while we're doing this. Uh, what uh, Doug you got for number seven? I'm going to take number seven, which is from Jeff who sends, what's the difference between taxes and taxidermy? Oh, gee, do you know? No, what's the difference? One's cruel and inhumane, and the other is dealing with dead animals. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And the number ten that is uh, this one. This one's a little long. With the ark settled safely after the flood, Noah opens the doors and commands the animals go forth and multiply. All the animals depart the ark except for two snakes in the back. Noah proclaims again, go forth and multiply. Yet the snakes don't move. Perturbed, Noah finally asks them, why have you not followed my command? The snakes flicker their tongues and answer, we can't multiply, Noah. We're adders. Wait, that one comes from you, Kevin. <laughs> we just got a raised eyebrow from OG. He's, no he, he's like, where's the punchline? I'm waiting for the punchline. I told that one to Cheryl, Doug, and she thought that one was pretty damn funny. Well, yeah, I did when I heard it in church the first time, too. <laughs> we can't multiply. We're, We're adders. adders. <laughs> Still don't get it. All right. Thanks. To, <laughs> thanks to Kevin. Adders, a kind of snake ah. type of snake. Oh, okay. Yes. I guess I thought, I thought that was probably the case. So, um, we're going to have those in the basement Facebook group and to Kevin and Jeff, we got some books on the line. Let's see who's going to take home that prize to make it to the second round. So are we all the way through? We are all the, way, all through. the way through. We have cleared out all the jokes from the first round. So now from here on out, everybody's just getting the best of the best. <laughs> which, in, which in this case. Yeah. So is it the same joke that? again, or does a person get to submit a new joke for their round two? No, no, oh, no. no, it's the same. No, 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 no. Just for people that didn't get with their adders, <laughs> for example. Oh, look what he did there. You get another shot at it. Yeah. I yeah. See. Good stuff. Just defending Kevin's honor here. Coming up next, we are going to go over a list, uh, which I love every year. Robert Farrington and his amazing team at the College Investor evaluate all your different options for tax prep software. We're going to play clips from when I spoke with him recently on an Instagram live and uh, have OG talk about some of the different tax things that we should be worried about, depending on what type of uh, return we need to file. But before that, I think, uh, Doug, you've got some uh, tech stuff coming up as our trivia today. Sure do, Joe. Hey there, stackers. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. I'm in the middle of redecorating the basement, and it's really coming together nicely. I repainted, found a new rug alongside of the road. It really ties the room together. I installed mood lighting, even a disco ball. It's finally starting to look like my first apartment out of college. Cool. Luckily... I have a lot more money now than I did then, so I'm dressing it up a little bit with all the bells and whistles. What's still on tap to come, I'll tell you. A 
fish tank. Yeah. Salt water, of course. Duh. Mini putting green, a Zen garden, space pens, a giant hourglass, a record player, an espresso machine, a pizza oven, personal sauna, a globe that's secretly a bar, and a massage chair. Oh, God. And I, of course, got to have a massage chair, right? Thankfully, Uncle Sam's picking up the tab for everything. It's all going in the basement, so everything's basically a business expense. Someone told me you can write everything off if you use it while you're working. And I'm definitely using that massage chair while I work. I can't wait for Joe to see it once it's finished. He already knows I've got an eye for style like that uh, David from Schitt's Creek, who also knows tax planning. Check it out. What's this? Looks expensive. Uh, this is some new bedding. David, did, didn't I just tell you to save your money? Uh, yeah, I am testing this out for the store, so work is paying for it. Work is paying for your bedding? I was going to leave, but now I don't want to. What is that? Is that a new lamp? Yeah. I'm thinking of bringing homeware into the store, so that's a write-off. That's a write-off? Yeah. Do you even know what a write-off is? Uh, yeah. It's when you buy something for your business and the government pays you back for it. Oh. And who pays for it? Nobody. You write it off. Who writes it off? I don't know. The government, the write-off people. <laughs> what? Why are we having this conversation? So if I need booze to get through my day, I can just write that off? That's a stretch. But the skincare products you got this morning, those are a write-off. What skincare products? You purchase skincare products? Okay. I am the face of the company. If I have acne, what does that say about the legitimacy of the store? That's not a write-off. That's not a write-off. This? Not a write-off. Oh, man. Buzzkill. Yeah, let's just get to today's trivia question, which was, what is a write-off? Turns out that David and I both kind of need to learn that. I'm going to be back right after I see how much it is to run a beer line in from the garage. Hey, Staggers, is Military Appreciation Month. You know what that means. We are recognizing all of our stackers in the audience. My good friend Nords, Doug Nordman, who uh, some of you may know, he is a writer in personal finance. He's a guy I'd like to do a shout out to. He is such a giving member of the FIRE community, the Financial Independence Retire Early community. Uh, Nords will do anything for you. It's just, I think some of that comes from his time on a submarine, like my nephew Colin, who's on a submarine right now, and all the work that uh, he did there. Just a super giving member of the community. And you know what? A Navy Federal Credit Union wants to celebrate their members who go above and beyond, not this month, but every month. Navy Federal offers members only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members and help them reach their goals. Here's one of their offers in honor of Military Appreciation Month. Join and get $50 when you open a credit card. Of course, you want them to have your whole debt strategy planned out, don't you? Don't just go open a credit card willy-nilly, as mom says. Uh, here's a disclaimer. You got to join and open your membership savings account between May 1st and May 31st. So get on it, stackers. Annual percentage yield is a 0.25% for membership savings account. $5 minimum balance to open. Maintain your membership savings account to obtain the bonus. Visit NavyFederal.org for full terms and conditions. That's just one of the things. They offer 24-7 help for their U.S.-based service members. They have resources all over the place. Head to NavyFederal.org for full terms, conditions, and other offers. Navy and Federal is insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. 
Well, if you're new to Stacking Benjamins, you may not know that I've tried out a lot of personal finance apps. I like to be a guinea pig and try out all these things. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, what's helpful and what isn't helpful. And the app that I've used the longest has been Monarch Money. And it's because Cheryl and I, my spouse, were able to collaborate together. We can work on our goals together and our budget and our goals are right next to each other on the app. It is clearly the next generation of personal finance apps. So what is it? Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, because you're a stacker, you'll get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash Benjamins. I love the fact that we get to collaborate. I love the fact that it's customizable. And I also love that it's this ad-free privacy you can trust. They never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch myself, I totally get why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, because you're a stacker, you're going to get an extended 30-day free trial to try it out like I try out many different apps. And this one was sticky for me because, well, you'll see when you try out the 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash benjamins. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Benjamins for your extended 30-day free trial. Hey there, stackers. I'm interior decorator and David Rose protege, Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug. I just got back from the store and you wouldn't believe the deal I scored on a popcorn machine. It's only slightly broken. With the money I saved, I'm going to get a projector so we can screen movies down here. Between all of that income and the write-offs, I'll be wealthy in the next two to three weeks. Tops! Today's trivia question is, what's a write-off? The answer, a tax write-off is a legitimate business expense that can be claimed as a deduction to lower your taxable income. This includes things like advertisements, repairs, utility bills, and office supplies. Oh, fudge. Mood lamps didn't make the cut. Glad I kept my receipts. And now, here they are, stackers, the College Investors Best Tax Software Programs of 2024. (laughs) Oh, Doug. Only he didn't say fudge. (laughs) So, so fun. I love that we could have AI do that. Robert Farrington and his team do an awesome list every year of the top tax softwares. This is going to sound a little bit garbled. He was on his phone, so I will warn everybody ahead of time about that. But let's let's start off. I asked Robert generally, did things look uh, better or worse than they did last year? And this was what he had to say. Do you guys see any significant improvements in any of the platforms or what's available widely to the consumer this year versus last year? You know, Tax Slayer continues to just deliver and improve their platforms. I remember four or five years ago, they were kind of like, eh, you know, they're there, but nothing. And they have just been cranking on improving and they are nipping at the heels of everybody. There's definitely more disappointment this year, I'd say, than uh, improvements. Oh. But there's still some things that we're going we're gonna to dive into. It. Let's, let's, we're going to go do it. It's interesting because when he talked about OG, that there were some disappointments, I I responded that it's almost like uh, for people that know video games, like the new EA, whatever name a sports game came out and all they did was slapped another coat of paint on it, called it the next year. And that's the problem. But the biggest problem that Robert pointed out was that the government 
Now, the federal government is trying to create a file direct product, and people have seen this out there. And uh, OG, he said it's junk. It is just absolute, absolute junk. It's not there yet. It's going to be going to be very difficult uh, to use that one. He he highly recommended not going with shockingly. <laughs> Not going with the one that the federal government's <laughs> the government model. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? They were just here to help. Yes. We're just here to, help. here to help. But you can still file for free certain federal, you know, uh, uh, limitations, income and whatnot through the major companies. Yeah, they don't let you file free apply. for states, but um, but you can still do a lot of that for free. Well, it's funny you say that. I asked Robert what some of the things are when he talks about disappointments, actually state tax is one of the big ones. You think that you can file for free. And if you were at a a place where you've got a state tax return that you have to file, you're still going to have to end up paying whatever the company is that you decide to use to do your state one. So they get you, they still get you file the federal one for free, but the state one happens, but there were some other things that he thought was, uh, uh, not that great this year. And this is one that maybe our tax preparers out there have heard of, uh, tax software. E-SmartTax is now gone. It has merged into Liberty Tax. And so uh, for those of you that don't know, one of the big players in the space is Drake's Financial Software. And they are a pro, like all like all the CPAs use Drake. It's, it's, it's a very legit company. But what they've been doing is they've been buying all these small firms and powering their back ends for years. So if you logged in the tax software, you'd see that like seven of them are all exactly the same with just a different code of paint on it. <laughs> but, yeah, this year, I think they finally realized that this wasn't such a great idea. And now they've been merging them all back in together um, and just saying like, hey, we have one. But in, I don't know if we've seen many commercials yet this year, but uh, if you see a TurboTax one, every single commercial says free file available for 37% of taxpayers. And it's on every commercial. And now that you've heard me say it, you're going to recognize it because that's the truth. The truth is that 37% of all taxpayers qualify for free file. And if you're two thirds of taxpayers, guess what? You're going to pay to file your tax. There's no way around it at this point in America. Well, we asked him just overall and Robert wanted to contend and we'll get into this next OG. Just overall, what was their number one pick for the top tax filing software out there? And he said, you may not want to use this one because you're going to be different. We'll dive into some of those. But Robert said, here's their number one for 2024. This was a source of contention with our team. And I think you know a lot of our team. But we are still putting as much as it pains, it like literally pains me to say it, but God, it's still a really good product is TurboTax. It's like a bittersweet one. And they are the easiest to use product, hands down, not even a question that they have the best easiest to use tax filing software out there. Why do you get consternation then? It sounds like, hey, if it's the best, then it's the best. That's great. Why do you not want it? Because they also are the best, highest price. Oh, a little bit of you get what you pay for, maybe? You do get what you pay for. But what's even more frustrating this year, which honestly, I was one of the votes on our team to like, no, we're kicking them out because of this, is they have moved to a non-transparent pricing structure as if they weren't not transparent enough. So this year, if you go to the TurboDax website, it's a range. They cannot tell you before you start what you will pay, and they refuse to. Oh, man. They'll say it's 0 to $89. 
And you don't know what that means. And they don't make it easy. And honestly, we ran mock returns. And like, I couldn't necessarily even figure out the pricing just doing the return. And then they find out, OG, you get all the way to the end and they tell you what it's going to cost to file it. And then you have a choice. Buy a different one and and not pay. Start over. Or you have all this crap done and it's on the doorstep. It's like they hold you hostage. So, well, I'd also add the, if if you do the online file or if you do, you know, a tax software program, wherever the one is that you did last year is probably the one you want to do this year. Because from a time saving standpoint, almost all of them now have logins and that sort of thing so that, you know, you can at least, it's already filling in your name and your social and all that sort of stuff. Actually, the good news is, and Robert answered questions, you can go watch the whole thing on our Instagram. Robert answered questions about that. And all the top software programs have made the export easy. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you can export it and import it to the next place. Yeah, good point. Yeah, and he said, and he said this year it's easier than ever to change up. So if you're going to change up, make sure you keep files on what you had. But the exporting yeah. of your old data not as hard okay. as it used to be. Good point. And everybody's making it more more transparent. But I w- I, don't, I doubt we'll ever get to see data on this. But it would be really fun to see next year what sales are like for Intuit TurboTax based on the surprises people get on their filing costs this year. Because if I used to pay $39 to file and this year it's $89, I might be like, yep, next year I'm going to try Tax Act and see how it goes because of how easy it is to transfer data. Yeah, I think it's that non-disclosure until you get to the end. That would drive me crazy. Like that is, that is. I'm a TurboTax guy. I've been doing TurboTax since like almost the year they came out and it it might be enough this year. I'll let you know. I can be a case study. I'll let you know if I get surprised. Just the annoyance of it. It's sort of like you get the cheap airfare and then you show up and you're paying for every bag. Oh, you want to wear shoes on the flight? That's going to be another sixty dollars. You know, if right, if, if if TurboTax does that to me at the end of my taxes this year, I might, on principle alone, I might go somewhere else. It's funny. That's three quarters of the reason why I don't fly Spirit. Besides the fact that I'm six one, and I don't think you the people don't have to wear shoes on Spirit. <laughs> I don't think the people in front of me like There's my knees. Nothing wrong with Spirit. <laughs> don't try to big time people. Said the short guy. Right. Burn. He just lashed out at you, dude. That was violent. Broad shoulders. I've been working out. I didn't. I didn't lash out. I was just saying. If you're my son, right? Just made a short joke. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know it was a joke. I thought it was just fired. Calling a thing a thing. Just being factual. I just look at cute little short OG. I pat him on the top of the head. Oh my god! All right, let's get down to this. There are some things that people need to take into account this year, OG, that we want to get to. Number one is if you're maximizing credits and deductions, well, credits and deductions, Robert points out, is not the thing it used to be. There's very few of those people that have a ton of different credits, a ton of different deductions. If you do, the number one place to go, the company that does that best also is TurboTax. But this is greatly reduced from a few years ago. I think this is actually helping people when it comes to tax preparation because Unless you have a lot of real estate taxes, which are capped at $10,000, have a lot of interest on your house, or give a lot of money away, which are the kind of the major three things that can contribute to that itemized deductions, then the vast majority of people can skip that whole section and just go standard because they raise the standard deduction so high to kind of make life simpler. But for those people who are have higher mortgage interest or who do donate you know, more money for charity or, you know, some of the other things like, like medical expenses, 
it can obviously make sense. What we see a lot of people do is bunch their charitable contributions into every other year so that they do qualify. Oh, yeah. So yeah. let's say that your mortgage interest is 10000 bucks a year, your property taxes are 10000 bucks a year, and you normally give away $5,000 a year to charity. Well, instead of giving away $5,000 a year, do 10000 this year, which gets you over the limit, put it in a donor advised fund, and then skip next year and continue your contributions and then do 10,000 again. Like basically save it up and do 10,000 every other year instead of 5,000 every year. That way, you know, you're over that uh, you're over that limit. Maybe if you've got the cash flow. I don't see people talking about charitable contributions. I don't see people generally go, it's a write-off like we, we played in the clip yeah. with David. Yeah, but we if you're going to do that. it, you might as well do it from a position of strength when it comes to the tax standpoint. Right. This is the one that I do see. I see people go to charitable giveaway events and then think that those charity auctions, when you take the trip to Cancun it's a and you win the charity auction for the trip to Cancun, it's a write-off. that you get to write off the whole thing. It's a write-off. That is, that is not the case. Asterisk. Talk to a tax advisor. It's a write-off. Talk to your tax advisor before you try that. Yeah, do that. Uh, student loan borrowers may not know, oh, gee, that there's some tax uh, ramifications of borrowing from the government or wherever you're borrowing from, but tax layer they've got is their number one tax software. If that's really what you're focused in on is, is, is student loans, but student loans, you, there's a spot for that too. Yeah. I mean, in some cases you can deduct your student loan interest depending on, you know, some factors there, uh, income in particular, but frankly, all of them are going to ask this question. I mean, when you upload the document, it's going to give you that information again, back to, the uh, standard deduction and kind of making things simpler, fewer and fewer people qualify for the interest deduction on student loans. For people that are cryptocurrency traders, they recommended TurboTax Premium because they actually get tax data from more of the specific apps than other places do. So they have more, more plugins. So it's more likely that that's not going to be paying the ass. By the way, what he also warned people about is, of course, when it comes to crypto, you're going to be responsible for your cost basis for your gains and losses. And a great place to track that is a place called Coinly, K-O-I-N-L-Y, uh, they recommend. For stock market investors, it was a company that came in second in a lot of categories, H&R Block. H&R Block Premium, they recommended uh, just barely less than uh, TurboTax, uh, just on a just on an across-the-board basis. And let me see if you know you can free file. Cash App Taxes uh, was their number one. If you're a landlord, Tax Slayer Classic. And for side hustlers, people that have these part time business, the Cash App Taxes asks a lot more questions than the other ones did, OG, uh, Robert noted. And it's funny because a lot of people that are are just starting out of a business on the side, maybe they started up a website, an Etsy store, they don't even know what questions to ask. Yeah. Cash app taxes. The biggest thing is, is if you have the opportunity to import stuff versus manually type it in, you know, if you're, if you've got stock gains and losses, crypto gains and losses, you know, your W2s, your 1099s, like every time you have to move data from one place to another and, and you're the one pounding on the keyboard, there's a chance of it being done incorrectly. Even if you're uploading it and then you're letting the computer read it, if what you're looking for hopefully is something that you can just transfer the data directly from the provider to, you know, directly from Schwab into TurboTax. I don't know if it does that, but it, but that will save a data entry time and then also 
you know, some error. You still have to check it, but that'll likely eliminate all those human errors, potential human errors, transposing numbers and that sort of stuff. But a lot of the human errors are just, we don't know what we don't know. And he cautioned the same way sure. that you did earlier, 100%. OG, which is if you're a landlord, a side hustler, or a small business owner, probably good to look into a person. Like yeah. forget all these yeah. and look into getting some competent help on your team to do some real tax planning, not just filing. Filing is nice, but do some tax planning ahead of time so you know what to write off later. Agreed. We will link to this entire, man, there's there's lots more categories and Robert and his team go into detail. Thanks so much to Robert Farrington for joining us on Instagram. If you want to join us on Instagram, just look up Stacking Benjamins and make sure you hit the follow button. And we go live every Tuesday and every Thursday. You can either catch the live or you can go back and watch them later. We had a lot of great questions from you stackers. And what I like about those Instagrams is that you get to ask the questions yourself. And a lot of people did. So thanks to everybody that hung out with us. Hey, if you're not here to get uh, help learning what uh, best direction to head in with your taxes, but you need a better financial plan in general, OG and his team are taking clients. So head to stackybedjamins.com slash OG. That gets you to him and his team's calendar and you can have a first date with OG. Maybe a little candlelight, maybe some. Pretty magical. Nice music with I OG do say so myself. and his team. Wow. I don't think you're going to increase call volume with this description. Interface with you <laughs> to make lovelier financial decisions of the future. Oh, Barry White in the background. Well, that's true. I mean, it is that time of the year. It's getting getting close. Time for love and better financial planning. Call OG. Stackbenjamins.com slash OG. Oh, man. Uh, let's head on out to the back porch. Doug, we've got... Um, so much good stuff. Yes. I, I suppose... We could talk about frivolous things like movies and shows we're watching, but Joe, there is, there's so much great stuff happening in the basement right now. I think we got to call out a few people. Is that cool? Can we do that? Yes. So first of all, I want to say it's, a, it's the beginning of the year, so I think it makes sense, but there are a lot of really good, serious financial discussions going on in the basement right now. We've got uh, David asked for some further clarification. David was one of our Better Call Saul, CHI, and OG callers, and he's asking for a little more clarification on one of our answers. We've got a couple of anonymous posts, uh, very seriously asking for other stackers in the basement for some advice on you know uh, investment strategies, which I love. I love to see that stuff. Um, stupidly, uh, no, that's not the right word, but annoyingly, there's lots of lion sympathy posts directed at you. <laughs> Still, uh, still not down it's with twice that. Twice the same episode. The, we uh, we get the Doug. Yeah, uh, well, because look, I'm the only one that occasionally sits in Michigan, but you're the guy that everybody feels sorry for because the Lions choked at historical epic portions in uh, the second half. But look, that's let's just breeze past all of that stuff and let's talk about two amazing posts. One, and they were super cute posts too, especially Ashley who posted a photo of her her baby super cute baby in a stacking benjamin shirt starting off life right yeah and you know there's like a rugged kind of a fleece lined work shirt that they're laying on so this is a cool kid this is a super cool kid i mean that's impressive that's good parenting right there ashley but then but then let's not forget about chris who posted also super cute I mean, Chris is a fine looking dude, I suppose. Yeah. Near, I mean, nearly as cute as Ashley's I baby. really am. I'm, I'm looking from Chris's chin down. Yeah. He's holding a super cute kid. No, fine. Great. Kids are cute. I mean, he's just obviously pandering, but he's wearing a Doug 2024 shirt. I mean, this is speaking, 
Speaking of pandering, it's an election <laughs> shirt. I love how you talk about pandering and elections in the same sentence. Chris right is, next to each other. Chris is a genius. That much is obvious. And on the back, he pointed out that he did Doug. <laughs> I thought that too, by the way, Chris. So Chris, there's this little circle on the back of the, the shirt that says, I dig Doug. And it totally, when you first look at it, it looks like it says, I did Doug. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, it's, I mean, when these came out in 2020, I saw that and I'm like, oh, we're keeping that. We are not changing the font on that. No way. Doug notching, putting little notches. Oh yeah. On my belt and my bedpost, whatever. Got another one. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Did we go too far? There was also somebody who posted that they are responsible for, I thought this was great. They were responsible for a church youth group and, and the main topic of this whole church youth group, I think if I read the post right, is teaching about finance. And they reached out to the stacker community saying, what are some topics that they should teach? And I thought, well, that's a great use of the stacker community. And it dawned on me, maybe he couldn't just play episodes of this show in the church youth group. Like maybe we're not exactly church ready. Is that the message I should be getting from that? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know about that. I thought it was a great post though, just about uh, what lessons to teach and right. what, um, what to focus on first. A lot of great discussion there too, around um, biblical lessons some people have because it's a church group mm -hmm. and other people talking about, um, sadly, no mention of the best book to teach, Stacked, your super serious guide to modern money management, which by the way, Doug, our, our, our book clubs having a lot of fun with right now, people that signed up for that. You, you've got to be like waste by now. You guys are deep into it, right? We are right now in, uh, uh, on session three of 10 session three. Okay. So you're like, and it's going deep. very well. You're knee deep. In I'm it. seeing, uh, lots of people though, who are changing the way they think about their goals, thinking about some people have saved some good money, change their goals, some pretty exciting stuff happening there. But none of that's important, Doug. You know what's really important? What we should have learned today? No, OG's got his own joke book out. Oh, you're right. That's, yeah, pause everything. I, I do have a few that I thought were particularly strong. Uh, sadly, I can't enter the I love how he's like, he's like, the joke off is fine. Let me give you some <laughs> better ones. What I just heard in his tone of voice was the equivalent of, yeah, okay, I'm going to show you how it's really done. And he hikes up his pants. You know, it's like, I mean, in keeping, right. with the, keeping with the math and number type of thing, if I got 50 cents for every failed math exam, I'd have $7.20 by now. <laughs> Dad says, hey, son, what are you drinking? Son says, soy milk. Dad says, hola, milk, soy padre. I thought was pretty good. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because his pee is silent. Correct. My father has a heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from the National Zoo. That's okay. <laughs> we have that joke, why was seven afraid of yeah. nine, right? Or six afraid to seven? Yes. It's seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Why would, I have a different version. Why was six afraid to seven? Because seven was a registered six offender. <laughs> <laughs> that is so much better. <laughs> Furniture store keeps calling me. All I wanted was a one night stand. <laughs> endless. Wow. But seriously, these stackers, some of you, I mean, OG just schooled. Those were good. 
Those were good. Registered six offender. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, solid. but still, but still, Doug, save us. What should we? What, what should be on our to-do list? Please, God, save us. All right, fine. What's on our to-do list today? First, take some advice from Robert Barrington. Find the best software for filing based on your lifestyle and plans, not based on what your neighbor is using. And own a business or have complicated taxes? Maybe dump software altogether. Second, maybe hit block on your look at the market every morning. That'll cut down on the ulcers and give you some life and probably a better portfolio. But what's the biggest to do? Return all of this stuff before Joe sees it. Well, you know, I mean, everything but the massage chair. I'm keeping that for myself. It's got a setting called Night in Bangkok. (laughs) I don't care if I can't write it off. Thanks to Robert Barrington for joining us today. You can find his list of all the best software at thecollegeinvestor.com. We'll also include links in our show notes at the stackingbenjamins.com website place. This show is the property of SB Podcasts, LLC, copyright 2024, and is created by Joe Salcihai. Our producer is Karen Repine. This show was written by Lisa Curry, who's also the host of the Long Story Long podcast, with help from me, Joe, Kate Youngkin, Karen Repine, and Doc G from the Earn and Invest podcast. Kevin Bailey helps us take a deeper dive into all the topics covered on each episode in our newsletter called The 201. You'll find the 411 on all things money at The 201. Just visit stackingbenjamins.com slash 201. Wonder how beautiful we all are? Of course you do, but you'll never know if you don't check out our YouTube version of the show, engineered by Tina Eichenberg. Then you'll see once and for all that I'm the best thing going for this podcast. Once we bottle up all this goodness, we ship it to our engineer, the amazing Steve Stewart. Steve helps the rest of our team sound nearly as good as I do right now. Want to chat with friends about the show later? Mom's friend Gertrude, Stacy Doe, and Julia Garib are our social media coordinators, and Gertrude is the room mother in our Facebook group called The Basement. So say hello when you see us posting online. To join all the basement fun with other stackers, type stackingbenjamins.com basement. For more interactive fun, join us on Instagram every Tuesday and Thursday for our Instagram Lives. Kate Yonkin and Joe host those weekly. Not only should you not take advice from these nerds, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any financial decisions, speak with a real financial advisor. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you next time back here at the Stacking Benjamin Show. Well, Stackers, the show is over, but the party is just beginning here. You know why? Because it's Military Appreciation Month, and we are giving out shout-outs to all of our friends who have served in the military. And let's point uh, the finger right here at our good friend OG, who spent time in the military. And of course, we know what a giver he is, even when he pretends like he's being uh, Mr. Surly. Navy Federal offers member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and tools to empower their members to help them reach their goals. Visit NavyFederal.org slash celebrate, and you'll see all their Military Appreciation Month offers, 
and other Navy Federal offers. They've got all kinds of resources on their site, like Best Cities After Service to help veterans transition to civilian life and Best Careers for Military Spouses to support military families. So much going on. Just head over to NavyFederal.org slash celebrate and take a look at all the Military Appreciation Month offers and their usual offers. Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.